Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Falcons Corner. Yes, we are back. We've had a long layoff. You are not the co-host, Danny Berg. You are director of athletics, also a good guy to know, Eric Larson. I am, and we were just saying, it's been a long time. We've been on hiatus a little bit. A little bit. It's gotten wild and crazy around here, so I'm just glad maybe now we finally have an opportunity to uh, sit down, yep. talk Lackawanna College Falcons athletics, and... Uh, Let's see what we got going on. Yep. I, my plan was to stay off as long as we can until people started asking where the show is, what happened to the show. You know, so as soon as that starts to happen, yeah, but my understanding is, is that's happening. It is. It is, which is very exciting. So it's, it's, <laughs> it's great to be back. It's great to talk Lackawanna Athletics. We got a lot to talk about. We're going to condense it as fast mm-hmm. as we can so we don't keep everyone just waiting around forever to see what's going on. Yeah, we do have a lot going on. And I tell you what, this semester we've been waiting for it for a whole year. And it went by like that. Yeah, blur. Yeah, we're right here at the end, and uh, you know we have some teams that have wrapped up. We have some teams still competing, and uh, here we are. All right. Well, let's talk about some of the teams that have wrapped up. Yep. Right. So let's lead off with men's basketball, region champions for the, since the first time since 2012. 12. I was going to say 14, but I knew it was around it was 12 close. or 14. Yep. And then they went off to district play, had a tough battle. You know, I watching the game, and you know they would cut the lead. To, got down early. Cut the lead to six, just couldn't get over the hump, fall back down big and come claw their way back into it, but just, you know, couldn't get over the top. But great season for Coach Gabriel and his guys. Absolutely fantastic. You know, we talked about coming into the semester where it was possibly going to be a great deal. You know, it would be an absolute success if our teams got through the semester and were able to compete. And this just seemed like icing on the cake. You know, the men's team winning a region championship right here on our home court. Yep. And, uh, you know, we're so proud of those guys and Coach Gabriel and his staff and what they were able to accomplish through this semester. Yep, and, and I know I mentioned it before that he kept the whole gang together, right? So it's the first time, I think, since I've been here that, you know, the team that a coach started with was the team that the coach finished with. So, you know, yeah, kudos to Coach Gabriel and Absolutely. Coach yep. yep. Uh, kudos to him. And, and if you think about just how hard it was for him, you know, a lot of these guys, like, he recruited them but didn't really have an opportunity to see them in person yep. until they got here on campus. And for a lot of those guys, like, you know, they didn't have those off-season workouts and preseason camp and that kind of stuff. You know, so a lot of these guys, they met each their teammates for yep. the first time coming here on campus. So great job by the men's basketball team. Yep. You, I, mean, I know you couldn't be more prouder of what uh, absolutely what, fantastic what transpired absolutely. on the court yep. for, for the men. And I know Coach Gable is right on them still because he's on me making sure that, you know, <laughs> they're going to be prepared for their summer workouts and stuff too. So, well, you know, if we're you think about it, what, what a way to start. You win a region championship. You, you got to go up from there, right? You can't go down. Pressure. But we pressure's like the pressure. We Absolutely. like the pressure. That's speaking, how we... speaking about pressure, our women did not win the region championship. However, won the district championship and went out to nationals. And you accompanied them down to Hickory, North Carolina. I did. Um, you know what? That, that was a great experience. Um, tough, tough matchups down there. You know, we we lost our first game to Lakeland College. Right. Out of, who was the who was the eventual national champion? Yep. And they were. You know, we're going to get a chance to talk to Joya and uh, Jemiah Eady here in a few minutes, but. They were good, yeah. very good. You know, executed very, very well. They screen you to death. They move. That was a team that they move without the ball better than anybody we've seen all year. And uh, you know, congratulations to them. But great experience for uh, the women's basketball team. And you know, for a very freshman heavy team, yep. you know, a lot of those girls got that experience they needed for, to see what a national championship feels like. Yep. Gives them something to work for and, going and, back. And there we next talked year. about that a couple years ago before the Falcons Corner, mm. before Eric Larson, you know, on one of the earlier trips that, you know, 
Coach Whittington made with the girls. You know, she was, you know, freshman heavy and then came back and really advanced and finished four in the country, you know, with almost that same group of girls. So, you know, big things looking ahead to uh, women's basketball. Yeah, we're, we're, that's again, you know, another program that we're really excited about and saw really good things out of them in a very, very tough semester. You were assistant coach. Rate yourself as an assistant women's basketball, oh. college women's, because we know you sat on high school sidelines all year. Yep, yep. As an assistant college women's basketball coach, go ahead, give so, me your score. The pressure was on, and I told Joy this going into the game. I was undefeated in a college basketball game. I've never lost a game on the bench. And so, like, the pressure was on right from the beginning. To rate myself, the first game, I felt helpless. You know, it's the first uh -huh. time that that I was on the bench with the ladies all year, like, you know, just learning their nuances and characteristics and, and rotations and that kind of stuff. I really feel like I didn't have an opportunity to help Joya in that game. In the second game, much, much better. You know, we were more together, more right. fluid and that kind of thing. Maybe that's why the game went to overtime. You know, we lost a shot at the buzzer. I don't know. But, like, it was... Uh, it was good, and I'm glad I had an opportunity to help Joya out good. like that. And you and Coach Joya are still on talking terms, correct? Oh, absolutely. After that? Yeah. All right, good. Oh, we had our moments. I'm sure. Absolutely. I'm but sure. Yeah. I wish we had those on video. That'd be a nice little <laughs> thing to put on the, all, put on the show. All in the name of competition. Yes. We love the win. Yes. And now we're finishing up with teams that have finished, so let's jump on another one, football, who unfortunately had a quicker into their season than was initially planned. We knew it was going to be a short season for them, just six scheduled games, but um, it ended up being just two. Yeah, it, it, you know, you know, we've dealt with COVID issues uh, all all spring. You know, we've done regular testing with all our athletes, and we've had a couple opportunities or circumstances where programs had to be put on a pause because of um, you know COVID issues within the program. Right. And, you know, and we've gone through the policies and procedures and protocols, and those teams were able to get back into competition. With football, it really was all a matter of timing uh, for their program to be put on pause. You know, they had an uptick in uh, some COVID issues and those kinds of things. And to put that program on pause, you know, we needed to do that. Yep. Um, that was uh, you know, for the health and safety of our athletes. But coming out of that protocol meant that they only literally had less than a week to prepare for their final game of the season. Right. And that really just didn't make sense. That, to me, that was, uh, now that puts our, our student athletes in more of a physical harm, yep. you know, and... So we really did, did it out of necessity. It was a great spring. They got you know a, a oh, scrimmage yeah. and, and two games in. Yep. Um, you know, one monster game. You know versus Snow College out of Utah, and so we did have an opportunity to put our student athletes in front of the camera and get some film on them and get them out there to recruiters so we can talk to, um, you know, talk to some other schools with those students. But uh, I, I think Coach Duda was happy with the opportunity he had. Basically, it was like an extended spring season yep. for them. And, and being around them since, you know, the middle of January, you know, mm. I know he was, it wasn't going to be a traditional season, and he was going to take whatever he can get, because mm -hmm. I know he was probably in the back of his mind, he was really looking to fall of 21. Yeah, and, and I think he is too, and, uh, and I think we really had a good opportunity to do that and prepare these students for the fall coming back, especially those returners. Right, and, I'm, and I know that they're hopeful that you know, a lot of those guys are going to take advantage mm -hmm. of that extra year and, and come back, but a really great job by them too because if you think about 140-plus guys living together, training together, practicing together, you know, starting the middle of January at 6 a.m., you know, the fact that they went months without a positive test. And I, then, it, like you said, timing. I'm glad you mentioned that because, really, it was all about timing. They really did a, a, an overall fantastic job and managing all the hurdles and, and the policies and stuff as it relates to COVID. Like, 
it's hard. I don't know how many people realize how hard it is. Yeah. It's hard. You know what was hard? Is reminding 140 guys, <laughs> keep your mask up, keep your mask up, keep yep. your mask up, keep your mask up. You know, and yeah. I kept saying, I'm not picking on you. I'm just doing it because you have to keep you your mask up. You have to, yeah, because. And they did. It's not about the individual. It's about how you can affect everybody on your team. And that's what it boils down to. Yep. And so we knew there was going to be circumstances that came up. There's no way around it. Yep. You know, but when those circumstances came up, we addressed it, we, we handled it, and we moved on. Yep. Which is what we have to do. Absolutely. So let's move on to our last sport that finished up their season with the trip to nationals was Coach Fox and his wrestling guys. Another group we're so proud of. What an outstanding performance they had out there. Uh, Cody Evans went two and three in the first day. R.J. Driscoll yep. one and two. You know Kevin Bowen went zero oh and two. But you know Coach Fox is he had a great showing, great experience yep. out there as well. You know so we were literally one one match away from moving on to the second day to have ourselves an All-American here again at Lackawanna College yep. for wrestling. Right. Great job by Coach Fox and those guys. And I know he was really excited about his guys getting out there. I spoke with him maybe like two weeks before they left to go out to Iowa, and he said that the change that he's seen, you know, in his guys and girl. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Another was, group we're looking forward to next yep, year. Yeah, the women's was, wrestling. Uh, was really something that they are a different group than the guys that were you know wrestling mm-hmm. early in the season so you know i know he was uh, very proud of their effort and my son the polar bear missed him on zoom class for a week you know because he got to take time off I'm you a- would think that you're teaching online you're in Iowa. It's just a, like an hour time difference. Instead of if you have an eight thirty class, you'd get up at seven thirty teach the class. Yeah, how hard can that be? I, I'm I'm surprised by that. I'm surprised Coach Fox didn't take advantage of the Zoom technology that we've developed over the course of this year. Yeah, and took care of your polar bear. Polar bear was happy. There's no homework though. Well, I mean, so I can't was, argue with that. So, so that was good. But um, I know we're gonna talk Coach Joya mm-hmm. and Jemiah. Let's take a break. Got it. Let's chat with them because actually you spend so much time with them. I'm giving you the reins. Wow. It's yours. You talk to them. This is a I'm going to step off to the side. I'm going to produce day for Falcons I'm going to produce that segment. I love it. And then we'll talk. Come back. We'll talk about the remaining sports that we have in Perfect. season. Perfect. Sounds right? like good. sounds good. Stay tuned, everyone. Take flight. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Falcons Corner. <laughs> it sounds so unusual for me to say that. You know, considering. The voice of the Falcons. That that's his words. He switched roles. Uh, but I'm here with today, head women's basketball coach Joy Wington, women's basketball player Jemiah Eady, Jemiah Sue Eady. Ball out Sue, Eric. Ball out Sue. I love it. Yes, sir. Listen, I'm glad you guys are here today. We had a good week last week. It wasn't uh, the outcome that we were looking for. Um, we lost a tough, tough first round matchup to mm-hmm. a, the eventual national champion. Mm-hmm. Tell me your thoughts on the week. Um. I knew everyone was going to think I was crazy when I said this was going to be the team that wins it. Um, the way including that, me. Including you. I just didn't see them being that, that good, but they were. They were. And their ability to execute and their ability to run that offense, play a sagging man-to-man, um, super patient. They had more speed than we anticipated. And we knew we were missing something because you can only see so much on film. Um, but I'm not surprised, and I'm really happy for them. That's the first time they have ever won it. I think they did a really good job. I think they worked really, really hard. So I think it went to a team that was prepared and, and really good. And, and one of the things that we talked about, like that was a team that moved without the ball better than every, anybody we've seen all year. Yeah. We just haven't seen that. Like even Jemiah, like, like we had a tough time because they were sagging so much you know, on defense. You know, tell me about the struggles that we, really, you know, that we ran into with that kind of defense that they played. Um, I don't think we really played a team that sagged defense on us. I don't think we did. So, like, that was a wake-up call. Yeah. 
Definitely. Sure. No, you're, you're right. We did not see that in Region 19 at all. Right. We're seeing in your face, in your shorts, mm. or, or zone. So for us, even to have the answers offensively, it was tough because we were not used to someone just saying, okay, take it. And, and sometimes when someone's in your face saying, take it, you're, you hesitate even more, mm -hmm. you know, especially when uh, you haven't seen it. It's hard to prepare for when you don't see it. And you can tell Parkland being in that conference, the team they beat in the semis, that's what they do. Yep. They, <laughs> they were ready for each other. Right. So it was, it was interesting. It was an interesting dynamic play in those Midwest schools who have a little bit similar of a style, which is different than what we do. And, and you and I watched so much film going into that game, and, and we just didn't, we never felt like the pace that they play would ever really keep up with the game that we play. Mm -mm. Um, but obviously on film, it's a little different. Yeah, that's, and I mean, that's the blessing and the curse of the national tournament. You wish, because you can watch so much basketball after round one, right. you know, you wish you had a little bit of a later game so you can, you know, they could have watched more. Uh, like when we went down the year we made it to the final four, we didn't play that first day. Right. So all week, that, or I mean that whole day leading into the first game, we got to watch. Right. So they had a feel, you know, but uh, this year is just was a little bit different, you know. Huge difference. Sue, tell me about the uh, the post game. I was up front and close, you know. Uh, our effort was questionable, right, at times. So you know, yeah. tell me tell me your experience from that first game, and uh, and actually, what did we do to take that next step, you know, for that great effort in that bounce back game mm -hmm. in the second game? Oh, uh, we had really learned from you. It was a wake-up call because, like, I feel like when we was on a bus, everybody felt like, even me, felt like we just going to go in beating up by 30. Like, it's just going to be good little win. Yep. And back backfired on us. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah, so, like, I, like, we learned with it come the second game. You know, because Joy is spazzing on everybody <laughs> the whole two days. <laughs> so, like, we had to make some shake and just wake up and just be ready to play the second game. Yeah. And, and one of the things that was absolutely noticeable is the practice on Wednesday. That was night and day. Like, that gave us all a good feeling going into that Thursday game. Because mm -hmm. Wednesday, you know, there was effort, intensity. You guys were moving full speed. And, and I know a lot of that came from Coach Joya. You know, she was driving you to get to that point, which is what, you know, you always want to see for every game. So it was good to see that bounce back for that second game. Yeah. So one of the experiences that, you know, that we had down at uh, North Carolina was is the people that we got an opportunity to meet. And, and one of the people I want to bring up was Carol. Yeah. Um, what an unbelievable, Carol, Carol what an Definitely. unbelievable woman. So she actually, you know, she's the one that served breakfast to us every morning and she got to know your guys' names. Like she knew everybody's name by the end of the week. So tell me about that experience with Carol and, uh, and some of the other people that we've met down there. Um, that was a great experience because like, like everybody in the world is different. And to meet her, that was like put a touch to my heart because like, Said she got like five jobs, getting yeah. up at like three. I don't barely want to get up at eight o'clock for, <laughs> for class. So like, that just made me look at life real different, and like realize like it's a lot of good, caring people with general hearts that care about us. Absolutely, and I don't want to bring up locker room talk, but you did talk about Carol, you know, and and tell us about that. Yeah, I think the more real life examples we can use with the student athletes so that they don't think that I'm absolutely nuts all the time, um, the better, you know? So I just think that was really important for the girls to see and understand and just try to put it into a little bit of perspective for them. Um, she really impacted us every day. And what I wanted them to understand was every day, and like it was funny because I saw her getting tired on like Friday, but she still kept like, 
she kept her energy up. But every day, regardless of what her night was like or how many jobs she worked, good morning, how are you? How can I help you? How can I serve you today? Um, with a lot of energy and just a lot of you know, attention to detail. Oh, you want this today? Oh, you want that today? Oh, good luck. Just so many compliments, you know, so kind. And it's, it's rare that you come across someone like that right. every day, consistently every day. You know, it's early, and I tell them early on, you know, everyone can do this the first couple days, the first couple weeks even. But what are you going to be like in month four? Right. You know, are you still going to have that consistency? So I think she was a great example. It was really, I mean, the whole staff, the whole, the whole hotel, I mean, they were, they were wonderful. I think the hospitality down there was, was amazing. Yeah, and I'm glad we had that opportunity to meet somebody like Carol because it just seemed like an unbelievable uh, learning lesson for us all. And not just for the athletes, but for, for myself as well. Yeah, definitely, and I think for her. And she's keeping up. She still texts me. Yeah. Uh, how's the team doing? How's everybody doing? Yeah. Coach, send me some pictures. I'm having a barbecue. She's, <laughs> she's trying to bring us back out. So I think, I think it was great. I, said, I, I, told, I said, Carol, I think it will be way cheaper for us to bring you here than us go back to you. Well, we did talk about putting her back on the bus and bringing her back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was it was great. She was she was awesome. Yeah, Sue, you got a you got a year under your belt here at Lackawanna College. You know, coming into the season, we talked numerous times. You know what? It might just be a successful season if we can get through the season mm -hmm. as it relates to COVID. But you had an opportunity to play for a region championship. We got out of the, we went to a district game. You know, and then we qualified for the national championship. So talk about this season overall and how difficult it was. And then uh, what are we looking forward to to next year? Um, it was very difficult because we had our ups and downs and stuff. Like, we got everybody getting in their head. Plus, like, it was very difficult for me because, like, 2018, I, like, I had a season, but everything went bad. So come 2019, I didn't play basketball at all. So, like, I don't know. It was just very difficult. Shaking the rust. Yeah. 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 Getting back into the structure. Um, and we talked a lot about just this not having the preseason. Yeah. And, and we didn't, I didn't realize how badly it was going to impact us, and honestly, until the national tournament. When you have back-to-back-to-back to back to back and you're just facing a lot of adversity that is really hard to create. It's just hard to create that until you're in it. So I think for them, um, experiencing that and then the ability to come back, I think it's going to be huge. You yeah. Know? We definitely got you back, right? Yeah, definitely. Right. I'm coming back. <laughs> So tell me about the team looking forward, you know, to next year. I know we have uh, we have some sophomores that you know we're, we're going to be losing. We might yeah. get one back, but yep. you know, talk about the team for next year. I'm excited. I think you know we're going to do. They're starting to wrap up academically. We're going to do some exit meetings this week, and I'm really going to hone in with them on. Here's your expectations, and the summer needs to be huge. You know, the summer is everything when it comes to development as a basketball player, and the hard part being a. Uh, you know, Division Two is we don't really get our hands on them in the summer. So you got to send them home and you put the expectation on them. And I think for them getting a taste of the national tournament, they and I saw it in their eyes at the end of the last game. Like, yeah, we we realize, coach, like we we need that we need to work this summer because we want to come back here. And I think the other thing this year proved is we can win it. Yeah, we have the ability to go in there and compete with any team that we we've seen. And I never I didn't feel that way. I've been there three times. The first two times, I was like, man. You know, we caught a couple breaks. We had some luck fall on our side that one year. I mean, we're super talented. But when you see the team that won the national championship that year, Kansas City, they were, they were 20 points better than every team in that tournament. I don't feel that way. So I think it should be motivating and exciting for them. You know, how do we get back there? And I think in that second game, you know, losing in overtime, basically a buzzer beater, you mm -hmm. know, really, it, you know, just one that happened to hit every piece of the rim before it fell in. Mm -hmm. Like, that's how close you guys were. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. yep. I agree. So, 
Well, I'm glad the two of you can come on today. You know, rehash a little bit of last week. Yeah. It was. It, I had a great time. You know, I, thanks for inviting me. It was. Uh, I did tell uh, Voice of the Falcons I was undefeated on the college coaching ranks. You know, yeah. going into that that Put week. Pressure but now on. I, now I'm on two. So we'll, um, we'll move on from there. We need to shout out VIP. VIP, absolutely. <laughs> Marianne, I'm, I apologize for missing you. I can't miss you. Like, she, huge help last week, and we thank you very much. The girls definitely appreciated your time with us as well. Yeah, no, we're thankful just our program to the college community, the support they gave us, uh, administration allowing us to go out there and compete and funding us and really backing us. I mean, we, we are honored, and we are excited to go back to work and get out there again and win it. I, I can't yeah, wait to yeah. see what this group's going to you know, bring back next year. And, uh, Really, really looking forward to it. What, a, what an unbelievable season, you know, from all aspects. And then what you guys were able to do and accomplish just getting to the national tournament is absolutely amazing. It really was. Definitely. So. And thank you, Director Larson here. <laughs> um, just the same, the support and just being out there with us all week. We're, we're thankful because it was, it was hard and we were short-staffed and everybody stepped in when they needed to. And the girls did a good job. I mean, I have to give them a lot of credit for they knew that they needed to be super flexible. They knew the situation we were going into with, uh, you know, a lot of our coaches not being able to make the trip. So they did a really good job. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Sue. You're welcome. Thank so. you, Coach. Yep. We'll be right back in the Falcons Corner. Hey everybody, back on the Falcons Corner, voice of the Falcons, Mike Rickert, Director of Athletics and also a good guy to know. <laughs> And sitting in the co-host seat, Eric Larson. Great job with the interview. I know you enjoyed your trip. You know, you had a lot of great things to say about your experience. So um, it was nice for you guys to, uh, to share that. But let's wrap this bad boy up. One, we missed Danny today. He's in the midst of moving. So we know what a huge responsibility that is, you know, especially being a father of, you know, a one-year-old. Right. But he is a good guy to know. Uh, well, no doubt about so it. So you would think that he would have a lot of help. And I think he did. You know, one of the comments he made to me when I was talking to him over the weekend, he's like, I don't know how I had that much stuff. Uh -huh. I said, you know what? Every time I've moved, which is, it hasn't been a lot, but every time I've moved, I've asked that exact same question. Yep. How did we accumulate this much stuff? Yep. So, yeah, he's going through his trials and tribulations yep. and moving to a, to a different house. So, uh, but uh, but it, hopefully he'll be back next week. I believe he will. All right, that's very exciting. Yep. And yep. for all his fans, he'll be back next week. He will be back. Yes. So we said we'd wrap up the show with talking about the sports that are still in season. So we have men's women's soccer still ongoing. I know the women picked up a win. Um, the men's still searching for their first victory. But um, they're having a season. Yeah, they're having. It's an abbreviated season. You know, they got started late, and then you know, again, you know, that's another uh, program that's gone through a pause, and then they've they've worked their way through it, and they're playing again. That's the biggest thing right now is that they're competing on the field, and uh, you know, best of luck to the men's and women's soccer. Program. Yep, and they they wrap up their season the next week or two, so we'll recap them. Mm -hmm. um, but we got baseball. I believe they're twenty-one and eight at this point. Um, they were nationally ranked. I'm not sure where they are. That's Danny's job. He's supposed to know all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, you're right. And, and I know they were top twenty, uh, and I believe they are number twenty currently. Good. Um, doing well. You know, they've had a lot of cancellations, postponements. Uh, some weather related, some COVID related. Right. You know, we're just trying to work our way through the season like everybody else. But uh, it looks like we're going to secure a number one seed for Region 19 right. Division Which II baseball. Which means we host. And, and we're going to have an opportunity to host uh, May 14th and 15th. So that'll be right here in Scranton. Good. So anyone that wants to come down and see some quality junior college baseball, you know, come down to Region Championships down at Scranton High School. Yeah, home absolutely. Home and, of Falcon Baseball. It's a great opportunity. There's a ton of talent. You're going to see yep. a ton of talent on the field. So, yeah, we're looking forward to that. Good. In our last in-sports season softball, I believe they are 15-9 and nine right now. They wrap up their regular season, I believe, on Sunday, and then we'll hit their Region Championship the you following know, week. You know, I, I, 
I just want to uh, tell you about something I've really noticed when watching their games. It's like the, the strength and conditioning and the speed and footwork has been phenomenal this year. Any idea where that all I came have, from? I have no idea. Like I, every game I go to, though, I mean, the power that the girls are displaying is just unreal. And the wind is always blowing in down there, too. But I do have to say, in the fall, when I first started working with them, they would complain that they thought the field was too big. Now they're making the field just look too small. Right. Quite. Coach Pittsman recruits great talent. That's what that is. Exactly. It is. But um, we wish the, the ladies the best of luck as they finish up their regular season. But, yeah, and, um, and their postseason's coming up real quick as well. Yep. I mean, uh, we're looking at May 7th and 8th, and uh, they're going to be re competing for a Region 19 championship. So, you know, we're excited about that as well. Yep, and I know they're probably looking ahead to hopefully playing Dell Tech in that championship. And, you know, when Dell Tech made their trip up here a couple weeks ago, um, they gave our, Falcon, our Lady Falcons a hard time. But, um, you know, we can compete with them. Absolutely, we'll be all right. we can. We'll yep. be all right. We'll yep. hit right back at them. So. so we're looking forward to that yep. as well. And then can you give us like a little eSports type thing? Because I know we've lost a couple playoff matches, but I think one of the squads is mm. still alive yeah, so, season. Yeah, Rocket League and Overwatch got knocked out in their first round playoff matches. But uh, Valorant will be back in action, I believe, on uh, Thursday. You know, so we're looking forward to that. Um, those guys will be competing for the NJCAA E Championship. So and you can watch that on? On twitch.tv. And this time it's not Lackawanna EDU. This is twitch.tv slash NJCAA E. Oh, nice. so something to look forward to. All right, awesome, good. And then, of course, you may be bringing out some streaming equipment for some of our home, you know, games event too so always check our youtube page the lc fan network or our twitter or our facebook or our website to see where you are roaming with that camera listen we're always trying to keep everybody in the game as much as we physically can yeah. and i do have to say i did produce that last segment with your interview and i did mess up you know because we had a problem with the camera oh. so if there's anything i'll take the heat if there's any problem with that interview okay. i'll take it i got big brush it's just like being at home so, like, but, you know, I have to make a notation in the credits that roll at the end of the session. Executive producer Mike Rickard for that. Yeah, yeah, well, like co-executive <laughs> producer Mike Rickard. Oh, I like that. Just for one time. Okay. All right. Good. Awesome. Thanks for tuning in. Best of luck to all our Falcons, Lady Falcons. We'll see you next week. Take flight.